Hello. Welcome to another episode of Fostering Creation. I'm your host, Barbara Foster. Last week, I read from my book, Always Freeing Beauty, from the section Incubator Life, On the Road to Freeing Beauty. And that shall continue for this episode. We have just a few more stories from this section, which I will read, and then we'll move on to the next section. And I promise that once this reading of my book is over, we will get to more exciting things. But I'm very glad that I get to share this book in this way. Stay tuned. Alrighty, here we go. Incubator Life on the Road to Freeing Beauty. Last little bit. Mental Confessions Dear Self, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I stopped you from breathing. I'm sorry I didn't understand what the body needed. I'm sorry I didn't take care of you. I'm sorry I starved you and neglected you to nourish you. I'm sorry I yelled at you and restricted you. I'm sorry I never celebrated you. I'll get better. Dear self, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I never listened to your soul and to God. I'm sorry I didn't believe in you, in goodness, in all that you can do, the lives you can touch, and that it all comes from divine soul, God. I'm sorry I fought kicking and screaming with you. I'm sorry I pushed back on love and on God. I'm sorry I questioned, even surveyed, every good relationship that presented itself. I'm sorry I didn't understand you. I'm sorry that it was easier to use my imagination as a weapon against you than to exercise it for good. I'm sorry I wanted you to break. I'm sorry I made you feel weighted and drained. I'm sorry I never let you be the breath of fresh air you've always wanted to be. That's going to change really soon. Dear self, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I fought with your heart I'm sorry I listened to all the innocent teasing and meaningless comments from siblings. I'm sorry I used all the teasing and comments as ammunition. I'm sorry I spun it all into a huge weapon and fired it towards you daily. I'm sorry I never valued your goodness and your emotional intelligence. I'm sorry I shot you down. I'll try to let you breathe. Dear self, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I compared your existence with everyone else's. I'm sorry I called you a nobody. I'm sorry I told you that you needed to be somebody else 
or no one at all. I'm sorry I told you that existing was invalid if you couldn't be impressive and an expert right away. I'm sorry I've been so irrational. I'm sorry I never loved you. I'm sorry I never cared about you unless someone could save you first. I'm sorry I made self-loathing addictive. I'm sorry I never let you stand up for yourself. Please forgive me. Dear self, on my honor, I will try to serve God and you, to respect you at all times, and to live by this self-made law. I know I have work to do. I'm tempted to be daunted and feel like it'll be too hard, but I want to love you. I want to be a breath of fresh air for you and for others. I want to enter the land of the living once and for all. I'm done trying to break. I'm done weighing everyone down. That's not living. It's dying. I'm sorry that I tried to kill you slowly and for so long. Change is coming. Sincerely, your mind. For God. Dear God, I'm sorry I've been neglecting you and disbelieving of many things. I'm sorry that I didn't believe that I'm whole, complete, and 100% enough, just as you made me. Dear God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I let fear and shame and embarrassment and anger rule my world. I'm sorry I let negativity rule my life. I'm sorry I got angry with gratitude and that I hated gratitude. I'm sorry I got angry with myself for being me. I'm sorry I was sad and disappointed to be myself. I'm sorry that I've wished to be a different person every day since I was eight years old. Dear God, I'm sorry that I've been ungrateful to take a breath and breathe in all the beauty you have made. I've been unable to breathe in freeing beauty and to allow her innate potential to blossom. I'm sorry I never believed she had an abundance of potential. And every second I squashed it. I'm sorry I made friends with the devil. I'm sorry my demons made more sense than any ounce of light you might have given me. Dear God, I'm sorry I said might. I'm sorry I still sighed with fear. I'm sorry love feels so hard to hold on to. I'm sorry I fought with you and blocked you out for so long. I'm sorry I've forgotten and have never felt like the little girl that used to spread her arms out with joy and say, God is everywhere. I'm sorry I feel that I've lost that little girl. I'm sorry I fought with the idea that you are everywhere. I'm sorry I've contradicted so many things.
dear God? I know you are my source. I know you are my origin. And that you could never make a mistake. I'm working on feeling it in my heart and my soul, with no room for fear of any kind. My mind knows that you are love. My mind knows that you did not make a mistake when you created me, your daughter. My mind knows many of the fundamentals that I was taught in Sunday school, but my mind doesn't totally get it, and my heart and soul don't feel it. Dear God, thank you for your patience. Thank you for being a constant, unmovable presence in the world. I'm working on coming back to you with my whole heart and my whole soul and a clear mind. I'm learning to love the daughter you made without judgment so that I can love the world with an abundance of trusted love. Reverse the character. Take the costume off, my heart and soul whispered. I've played a character, one that has had many heavy worries. I've lived in this character most of my life. I've worn her costume for many years. I've worked hard to take it off. Tiny pieces of fabric have come off. It started with the lace from the sleeve cuffs, then the lace from the collar. Perhaps a few buttons fell off along the way, but most of the costume remained. It grew in weight and eventually clung to me like a straitjacket that I got used to. My heart and soul whispered as they suffocated, Take the costume off. Open it. Please take the costume off. The costume took my joy. It ran away with my voice and brainwashed me into feeling intense fear of living for myself. I had grown used to working and living for others. I was the walking dead, and I made that my job. I forgot I existed. I forgot I was allowed to just exist. Heart and soul have whispered Long enough. They've had their fill. Today, they told me in a loud voice, Take the costume off. Take the costume off and own your voice because it's your voice. Today, heart and soul told me in a clear voice, Take the costume off. Reverse the character. Rewrite your life because it's your life. Live your life. Love your life. Love yourself. Today, I learned that I don't and cannot live for anyone else anymore. Today, I learned that those that love me with their whole heart want me to live my life, not theirs. Those that love me with their whole heart will never leave me. Those that love me with their whole heart will 
never judge me for speaking up. Those that love me with their whole heart will not be voices of attack that stick to me, but voices of reason and gentle guiding hands full of love. Those that love me with their whole heart will stand behind me with conviction of my ability to rule my world and with great compassion for how I show up in it. Those that love me with their whole heart will allow me to be myself in totality and not ask me to be someone else so that they can be comfortable. It's time to reverse the character known as the depressed, anxious victim. It is time to completely take the costume off. It is time to own my voice. It is time to accept the air in my lungs and live life for life's sake. Heart and soul can no longer whisper. The cage is damaged. It is time to be freeing beauty. She aches for her wings. Love her because she is enough. As I do this, as I love freeing beauty for all she is, then the love from others will not feel so foreign to me. The love from others will feel right, good, and well-deserved. I will love freeing beauty with my whole heart. Rescue me not. Oh, to be rescued. How inviting it seems. To be rescued is a child's dream, an adolescent desire that was created by Disney, Pixar, and classic fictional stories. It was a great comfort for many years until I had to grow up and face the world. The world that seemed to yell, just help yourself. Do it yourself. Put your big girl panties on and grow up. Cry a river, build a bridge, and get over it. That same world also gently said, We all need each other. That's what friends are for. I'm here for you. But they also said, I need space. We're not that close. Well, that's life. How conflicted my child heart and adult mind have felt for years. It's been hard to put the mixed messages together. I grew up dreaming of deep bonds and connections with friends. I went to bed dreaming of that strong man who went by the name of Prince Charming. Those were wonderful things to think about. Life felt full and rich. But many years of reality slamming itself in my face was painful. As I wrestled with the fact that there's no one on planet Earth that can rescue me, and there's no such thing as Prince Charming, I was forced to question my identity. What's so great about being an adult? Who am I as a woman without Prince Charming? Why do I have to save myself? It's too hard. It's boring. I don't want to love myself enough to jump into a pile of mud and rescue my own heart and soul. No, I'm not 
strong enough. I can't do it. I don't want to do it, I thought. I wanted someone else to love me so intensely that they would jump into a pile of mud and save me. But now, I see there's no man strong enough to whisk me away to freedom. I will never be free until I choose to be free. It's up to me to understand what true love feels like with the being I am right now. It's up to me to find emotional balance and a grounded sense of alignment in myself. It may take a lifetime to achieve this, but that's fine. The length of time doesn't matter because I'm beating my own drum. I'm moving at my own pace. I'm going to get there whenever I get there. Me, and no one else. 90% of the time, it may suck. But then that, there's that 10% that shines like a light in the dark. There's that 10% that feels amazing because I did it by myself. And I did it for myself. So, to have Prince Charming would be great. But I don't need him. He'd only get in my way. And perhaps he might even make me feel weak. I've had enough of feeling weak on my own. I don't need anyone else raining on my parade. To have someone love me intensely and deeply might be nice for a while. But how long would it last? Would it even feel real? Probably not. The only love I need is love of myself. For myself. Some days, it may seem totally out of reach. But the only thing that's out of my reach is expecting someone else to be my everything. I'm all I need, and that is enough. Because I am enough. So, rescue me not. I can take it from here. Alignment gives us wings. Red Bull gives you wings, someone chimes at the end of each Red Bull advertisement as some cartoon person sprouts wings and flies away in delight. However, However amusing those commercials might be, I bet the energy from drinking Red Bull or any energy drink doesn't give one enough energy to feel like they can fly through their day with joy. But what does give a person wings? Alignment. This alignment is the profound exploration and practice of mental, physical, and emotional peace. By doing this work for ourselves, we find a pure, unshakable wholeness that allows us to be grounded in ourselves, in our lives, and be present in the world for others. This leads us to tap into a world of good. 
It brings us closer to the divine. The world inside us and around us will make much more sense when we align ourselves. This is the greatest gift we can give ourselves and others. It is a finely woven combination of self-love, self-care, and self-discipline that makes this gift of alignment so rich. When we can fine-tune this combination of love, care, and discipline for ourselves, that's when the gift of alignment really starts to work. We feel comfortable taking up space in our own bodies, therefore we feel confident taking up space in the world. We feel mentally calm and agile. We can harness our emotion and not let it steamroll over us. We are present, and others feel graced by our presence, instead of feeling like they must walk on eggshells around us. Alignment gives us wings. Letter from Heart and Soul Showered with love all your life, and you couldn't feel it because of the growing demon that became your mind. Interesting. Wow. Showered with love all your life, respected, admired, adored, and praised for just being you, and you had no idea because your mind never stopped yelling at you for being you. And you let it happen. You let your mind talk. You let your mind talk at you. You let every thought it came up with create your identity, and you lost yourself in the thoughts at the same time. Wow. Interesting. So what's next? Will the battle continue? Will your inner critic keep going? You know it's up to you. Don't let your mind decide this time. Take charge. Please, take charge. You know, you are already whole. And always have been. Fear not. Let love happen. Allow the shower of love and respect from those you know happen. Be grateful for it. Feel honored. You are not beneath the respect you get. You are not unworthy of the love that is presented to you. Take it with grace, because you have a divine right to take up space. The divine would never create a beloved child that was broken or too small to exist. So be humbled by this and grateful for the love you receive especially from yourself. This is no easy task, we know, but it is one that is vital. It is written in the Bible eight times, love thy neighbor as thyself. Eight times it says, love thy neighbor as thyself. So how can you love those around you if you don't love yourself? Of course, You've never been able to feel the love others have for you since you've been so horribly disrespectful to yourself. Your mind 
has given you every reason it can to convince you that love, respect even, is something that you can't give to yourself. Breathe. Keep breathing. Don't stop breathing. It's time to take charge. You want to take charge. Your mind has had a long enough turn. It's your turn now. Breathe. It's your turn now. Starting right now. You are enough. Your friends, heart and soul. Negative and positive space. When depression, anxiety, discomfort, pain, hate, blame, and all other forms of negativity come to bite, it is often hard not to get swept away. One negative feeling takes us to one negative thought. And and another, until we become negative space. We lose sight of who we are at our core. We are not negative space. We are not darkness. We are positive space. We must accept this and take up the space we occupy. So how do we do this? How do we allow ourselves to be and take up this positive space while negative space feels so overwhelming. We must affirm the good, the strengths we have, the positive qualities we have, and the good that's around us. Find the shred of light in yourself and others. Then nurture it. I am kind. I am loving, I am glad to be alive. Take nothing for granted. I have clean water, I have a place to live, I am important to those who know me. With these simple positive affirmations, we fill our cup. We fill the positive space. The more we do this, the more we feel good about ourselves and can bring that positive space into the world. Positive space may be difficult to fill, and it may be even harder to keep it filled. However, this is important work. One ounce of negativity in thought, or in the world, can turn into a vast amount of negative space. A small amount of darkness will lead to a stripping away of so much of the good that is at our core. We cannot be both negative space and positive space. We must choose one and commit to it. Choose. Make a choice to be overcome by darkness or to let the light into your heart. Make a choice to be negative space, the dark storm cloud that brings everyone down. Or... Be positive space, a true breath of fresh air that is joyous and brings peace. By committing to positive space, 
This does not mean that you must smile all the time, or that things will go smoothly, but it is about ownership of all the good you have and can share. It is about being in control of your thoughts, understanding your feelings, and allowing others to feel comfortable around you because of your commitment to positive space. This is not selfish. This is an act of love for yourself and for your fellow humans. To commit to negative space is a selfish act. It is unkind to yourself and your fellow human. But it is a choice, and no one can choose for you. It will always be up to you. Choose wisely. Self-evaluation and a call to greater action. No one broke your heart. No one broke your spirit. No one was out to get you. Do you need to blame someone? Do you need to take your anger out on something? Do you need an outlet for the buildup of tension, stress, and restlessness? Then think of the jerk fear has been. Remember how pride had spun your compassionate nature into something ugly. Wake up to the fact that envy turned you into the wicked witch of the West and wreaked havoc on your essence. Is that not enough? Okay, then look back at how much resentment you held in your heart for the world. It blackened your heart and your mind. Acknowledge how anger has followed you and how you've held its hand. Notice how many times you ached for flattery and manipulated people's feelings to get some kind of attention. Did that method of madness ever feel good? Did it feel authentic? Was it an organic, pain-free way of building connections with people? Most likely not. Be honest. Did your imagination ever represent a loved one accurately? Look closely at how you have deceived yourself and others by holding false ideas, or by idolizing others. It never once served you. It only broke your own heart further. You gave in to melancholy, depression, anxiety, and so much more. You created an identity around that, and it never once brought you contentment. There was a stinginess to your soul. Cowardice robbed you of your courage. You waited for material direction and human approval. You planned only how you wanted to feel about certain situations, ones that you had no control over. Instead of planning what could help you feel like empowering others, thus using your true joy and essence to ignite the world into being. You were gluttonous and downright selfish. You thought you could only be fueled by others. 
You thought inspiration came from a certain outcome, instead of knowing that you originated from a source more wonderful than can be seen or heard, and therefore had all you needed right in front of you, and deep within you. But you constantly fought with it until you forgot how to breathe. You were lustful for love, attention, and joy. You sought vengeance on God for creating something you thought you had to understand and creating someone you hated to call yourself. You thought, how dare God make a mistake like you? How dare she make a voice that doesn't match the face and a body that doesn't work the way humans should? From all this, you got lazy. You became lazy in your daily efforts, in your life, and in thought. You did not stand up for yourself in any sense of the word. So, you need someone to blame? Then blame that. Do you need to take your anger out on something? Then take it out on the false character you created. And then, create a new one. Do you need an outlet for the buildup of tension, stress, and restlessness? Then acknowledge and deeply consider how you broke your heart with this. Hold it all in your hands with compassion, because you didn't know any better. And then, decide to do better. My Oasis Be here now. Why is it so hard? There is peace all around me. The house. The world. The evening is peaceful and still. The dogs rest close by as I sit on the porch. The sun quietly sets, giving off gentle hints of pink, purple, and orange. The breeze moves slowly barely tickling the trees, and the next door farm animals talk amongst themselves. So why is it so hard to be here now? Breathe, whispers the breeze. Breathe. I must go, the sun says. But have no fear, little one. A new day will dawn soon. I breathe and enjoy the last moments of light. I take in the springtime air and the fading colors in the sky. The silhouetted trees stand royally around this peaceful oasis. This beautiful oasis that constantly reminds me of divine spirit and is a lovely painting of power, grace, and the beauty of divine soul. Though my mind buzzes like an active hive as I fight with my past self, it is only a moment in time. Restlessness and unhappy, I stepped out on the porch. I sat down, looked out at where I am privileged to currently reside, my oasis, and suddenly 
the hive inside rested. I found myself here and well, grateful for my oasis. Now it is time for a new moment. Thank you so much for listening. This concludes today's episode. We will be back next week, same day. But for now, from us at Fostering Creation to the creation you cultivate today, have a great day.